0: Where do you go for comics new and old? Uh, garage sales? Wrong! Where do you see your favorite television and movie stars? Uh, In magazines, mostly. Wrong again! And where do you go to see the best in cosplay? Well, there are lots of different options if you're looking for something... (laughs) So incredibly wrong! Wizard World Comic Con. Wizard World Comic Con offers live entertainment and gaming, comics new and old, cosplay, toys and memorabilia, and a chance to meet your favorite television and movie stars. Meet Star Trek star William Shatner and Hellboy's Ron Perlman July 13th through the 15th in Boise, Idaho. Then, meet Gotham stars Robin Lord Taylor and Sean Pertwee August 3rd through the 5th in Winston-Salem. Then meet Guardian stars Dave Bautista and Pom Clementia and the winner's soldier, Sebastian Stan. August 23rd through the 26th in Chicago, Illinois. For news, celebrity updates, and tickets to future shows, go to wizardworld.com. Don't feel like paying full price? No, no problem. problem. Use promo code Candare at checkout. No space. <laughs> to get 10% off your tickets. So, where are you going to go for your pop culture fix? The, the internet. Oh, good answer. Really? No! no. Wizard World Comic Con. Go to wizardworld.com for tickets.
1: This is Hermes Conrad. You're crab level grade 36. And you are listening to the Candair Podcast. Now stop it and get back to work.
0: Welcome to another episode of Can Dare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And joining us today to talk about the Kickstarter going till August 8th for the comic The Baldy Tales of Laszlo Kale, we welcome Andrew Maxwell. Thanks so much for being with us, Andrew.
2: Thanks so much for having me, guys.
0: Going to have a good time today on the show in our retro roundtable. It was this month in 1947 that the events of Roswell, New Mexico took place. You know whether or not you're a believer or a, spe- a
1: skeptic but uh seems like only yesterday doesn't it
0: though <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway so in the retro roundtable we're going to be talking about aliens in television and cinema and I couldn't remember if we've ever touched on that before or not maybe just maybe we have once I can't oh. remember but if we did, it was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, fertile ground once again. That would be a lot of fun. Then uh, We're going to swing open the door to the comic vault. Jack, what do you have over there?
1: Death or Glory. The title image. says it all, really, doesn't it? It's, when you hear what the story is about, you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> It doesn't fit with the title, I guess, but at at the same time, the story, yeah. I can imagine that quote being printed on the back of the graphic novel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like, okay. (laughs) I like it. One of the books we'll be talking about there. Then we're going to turn our full attention over to Andrew and talk about Laszlo Kale. But before we do that, uh, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at CannedAirPod and Instagram at underscore Air. And we're also on Patreon. Uh, com forward slash candair pod head over that way if you want to become a patron get access to our patreon show that you can only get by becoming a five dollar a month backer and I think is a decent show wouldn't you say I think so yeah the catalogs growing by the
1: month so uh, oh, about yeah. to be another one here in a couple days next week
0: yeah yeah actually there is so uh, yeah get on board get on the candair patreon bandwagon and uh, what else Jack what am I forgetting wizard world oh yeah going to a wizard world convention what's coming up winston
1: salem north carolina
0: and then after that is a chicago yes i believe yeah yeah if you're going to those shows at checkout on wizardworld.com use Candair with no space at checkout and you'll get yourself a cool 10 percent off the ticket price that goes a long way when you're buying con tickets people
1: it's pricey it's parking or something at the con you can buy
0: yeah we want to help you help us help you <laughs> Jack, it looks like our dear friends over at Adult Swim have uh, sent us yet another awesome little prize here. I don't I
1: shouldn't call it a prize, just a gift. I've been thinking about them lately. I think yeah, that's I was wondering. It's been a while since we heard from them. It's like that. Uh...
0: It's the funniest thing because every time I think, oh, you yeah, know, it's been a while since we heard from Adult Swim, I should probably email somebody. Like I come home and there's something on the front door <laughs> and stuff. I was like. Oh, they didn't forget after all. You got to love them. But Venture Brothers coming out uh, August 5th. A brand new season starts at midnight. Set your DVRs. But yeah, they have sent us a deadly kite, or excuse me, a kite of the Monarch.
1: It's <laughs> hilarious. <Yeah>. <laughs> it's <laughs> and a I, battle kite, too.
0: I was hoping if we could have gotten an early enough start to go out and actually get video of ourselves flying this thing around are doing something with it, but uh, so
1: you might get it in the air and get the drone to fly around on it.
0: Oh, cool. yeah! Until the until the string gets caught up in the propellers, you get a then, little
1: too close. And then then down get... a drone <laughs> and a kite
0: <laughs> and a monarch deadly battle kite. But I always love getting stuff from Adult Swim. Never gets old. They send mm-hmm. the coolest stuff over. I want to thank them again. And again, remind everybody, August 5th, Sunday at midnight, a new season of The Venture
1: Brothers begins. Set those DVRs. It's been a while since the last season. How so long has it been? been. I, they've gone, I think, a couple of years. I mean, it's kind of like Rick and Morty type thing. I see. That's I a, see. You get a handful of episodes and then you got to wait for a while. But then, I hope that doesn't become the norm just to build anticipation. Yeah, right. Because that would suck. I guess it's all about that creative writing They gotta get those juices flowing And it takes a little while to get the good stuff Because I haven't seen the show a lot But what I have seen, it's freaking hilarious I'll have to check it out
0: I've yeah. never actually uh, sat and watched it But, uh, I mean, just this character here The Monarch, he looks, uh, he looks pretty entertaining He can butterfly Yeah <laughs> <laughs> How more medicine can you be? When it gets nice, out, uh, we'll have to get this out and fly it around Get an Instagram video and put it up Heck yeah That'd be fun Let's go fly a kite. (laughs) All right. (laughs) With all that behind us, let's just kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. (laughs) All right, guys. Aliens in TV and cinema. Let's start with Andrew. Andrew, name that first alien.
2: So I, I had a ton of ideas uh that just kind of hit me uh, but X-Files was definitely one that that I thought of right away uh, I don't know about you guys but that uh, I was a little kid when that was was on originally and it just scared the shit out of me to be to be honest
0: Yeah yeah I remember it being on I didn't I didn't watch it too much in its original run but uh, it's funny how within the past few years and maybe it's just because they came back to television But it had a really big resurgence in popularity. I I think just over the Fourth of July, there was a channel, maybe it was Sci-Fi. I don't remember what channel it was. They did a whole like days long X-Files marathon.
1: Must be part of the because of the whole retro topic we got going on that they brought back.
0: Could be. Could be cashing in on the same shit we.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I never really could get into it. I I don't know if it was really. Yeah, it was on. I think later than I stayed up, and it was on what Sundays or something, wasn't it? It was on uh, after The Simpsons on Sunday nights, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, like nine o'clock, wasn't that right, Andrew? I,
2: I was, I would always catch it just kind of randomly from time to time because I, I couldn't stay up that late a lot of times. But, uh, I see. but I remember just it was one of those things where I would kind of try to sneak watch it, and it was, it, it the tone changed from episode to episode. Sometimes it would be almost kind of humorous. Sometimes it would be more of a linear thing with. The ongoing story, and then sometimes they would just have like these really creepy, weird episodes out of nowhere. So it was kind of, you know, all over the place.
0: Yeah, it had everything you love with science fiction, and then cheesy '90s drama. I think because
1: I, I never rolled into one what it was about, and then I watched an episode, and it was Aliens, and I was like, eh, just wasn't my forte at the time, I guess. Right. It was like the good, the
0: good uh, working formula that. That that uh, like Walker Texas Ranger used. They X Files just did it right. (laughs) Right. You know, every episode there's a there's a new horror to deal with, a new alien, or I don't know, some lore come to life that would be like Bigfoot, or Mm -hmm. I don't know, it could be anything. It was
1: it was just out there. It was neat. Saw the movies, not the last movie that came out, but the there was only one other movie, wasn't
0: there? Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, I need to catch
1: up. X Files
0: (laughs) by you, Jack. Alf. Damn it, quit looking at my list. Yeah,
1: I knew that was going to be on my list. <laughs> I really wish they'd bring him back.
0: You think Alf could uh, sustain, I don't know, do you think he would last in today's
1: world? Well, maybe not in just a TV sitcom. It'd probably have to be like a Nickelodeon show or something like that, maybe. How would you, how could you revamp Alf successfully? Uh, did they ever give him a going away when they ended the show? I don't remember No, I'm trying
0: to think of how you could successfully bring back Alf Did you ever watch Alf, Andrew? I know of it,
2: yeah I just, just I definitely remember how he looks like But, uh, yeah, I don't remember it too much
1: How did he, did he get left? Or did he come visit? He was stranded Was he stranded? He was I don't remember
0: I don't remember if he had his ship in, like, the Tanner's garage Or if he was just always trying to build something to communicate Back to Melmac But, uh, yeah, he was stranded <laughs> here and then when the cartoon series came out, then he, uh, on that show, he was back home. Like, he, he was yeah, on that's the right. back. Yeah.
1: That's why I fell off the bandwagon, seeing Alf's feet. Even though you saw him every once in a while on the show, always kind of... Muppets, when you see their feet, just doesn't work for me for some reason.
0: Yeah, Alf, <laughs> Alf was awesome. I, uh, I had a figurine... Actually, I think I have an Alf figure up on the shelf here. He's back uh, on the Happy Meal toy shelf uh, there, but... You like an old lady's dress or something? No, that's a Bernstein bear. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it is. I see her now. Bernstein. Stain. Bernstein. I've
2: read those books. It's, yeah, I've not thought about them in probably 20 years.
0: But... Fucking Mandela effect crap. <laughs> Boy, it got me. It really did. Yeah, yeah those books were, uh, they were big. I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, I think they probably still are amongst. Uh...
1: They always gave me the creeps the way their mouth was shaded because it was like that crosshatch shading. And it just. Something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> Looked into it. the depths of your soul. <laughs> it wasn't just opaque. It was crosshatched. So there was lines mm-hmm. in their mouth. It's like eating a mouthful of spider webs or something. I don't know.
0: No, they've been around, I think, for years. But I, I remember in the late 80s, they, were, they had a, res- like a surge in popularity. I don't know why. But mm-hmm. I know they had a. Well, I think there was a TV show at one point. It was a cartoon, I remember. Yeah. But, uh, Definitely. Oh, yeah. What's that?
2: Yeah, I definitely caught some of those. I remember the show, or, or at least episodes of something.
0: So that must have been what uh, spurred the the figurines at McDonald's to oh, come out. Oh, probably, yeah. But, but I think there were even different Happy Males where you could actually get books, too. Maybe it came with both. I don't remember. It was like 87. <laughs> but uh, What do you got for Aliens? Aliens. Well, uh, one of my favorites, uh, and not biased just because I like the Ninja Turtles, but the Krang, I always found to be mm, a cool yeah. alien race. I enjoyed them. They, uh, especially in the newer incarnations, you know, back in the old days, it was just like one little brain with arms that they called Krang. You know, Krang is the name of the species, the species, the, yeah. the, the race. So there's a bunch of them. And uh, I don't know, just how they remain... Incognito on Earth, you know, riding around in human exoskeleton bodies, mm-hmm. disguised as real humans. I just, I always loved it. They I love the be, way they talk.
1: They could be anywhere. You could be a Krang. I know. I could be a Krang that is an alien. Or how do they? How do they talk on the the Nickelodeon
0: show? <laughs> oh boy, you'd have it's to like give me a minute to construct. the so specific, on- <laughs> yeah. The one that is Krang recognizes the one that is Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or
1: something like that. This shit's hilarious.
0: Yeah, uh, we're back to you, Andrew. What do you got?
2: Uh, Men in Black was another one that I was... It, it, I, I honestly haven't watched it in a long time, but I remember when that first came out, I, I was, like, loving that movie.
0: I uh, was unfortunate enough to catch the second one on television oh. the other night. But oh. as bad as a, of a movie as that one is, I still felt kind of obligated to, like, watch it. It was still kind of refreshing to kind of jump back into the... Men in Blackfield It's been mm-hmm. a while And uh, it was kind of fun It was a bad movie But it was kind of fun <laughs> I love the first one And the third yeah. one But that, that middle one It's kind of the same thing With Oceans uh, 11, 12, and 13 Stay away from 12 The middle one's off <laughs> But the bookend movies there they're, they're
1: really good I remember coming out of the theater Seeing Men in Black Thinking Man, anyone around here Can be an alien I, Yeah That and the whole very end with the the universe was in a marble. Right. And it was just an alien playing marbles with the universe. I was like, man, my head just blew up. It was so funny to see the end of that movie when uh,
0: Will Smith, you know, they they do a quick shot where he's like the new in charge agent and the, the female who was in the movie with him. I don't remember her name. Oh, yeah. But she became like his secondary agent. Mm hmm. How he like took on this whole new style. Like it wasn't just a normal suit and tie. Now he had the kind of like a preacher's collar going with like these little <laughs> itty bitty like spectacle like shades on. It, he was know. the king
1: shit all of a sudden.
0: Well, but that's just it. When the movie came out, that look was king shit, and mm-hmm. now it's like, oh my god, look what the fuck he's wearing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ray Bans made a comeback. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> wasn't based on a comic actually? Did I it was did I read that right? Or
0: something
2: like that. Uh, was Init- that no? I'm sorry. Wasn't it a com- based on a comic initially, or
0: something? Yes, the Men in Black is. Uh, you know, I actually found something. I was in visiting my sister. She lives in Illinois, and brother in law, and we went to a bookstore, and they had one of the old original Men in Black uh, comics. And if it's the same thing that uh, you're speaking of, I mean, it was very simplistic. Just like a like a yellow color cover with black text on the front, maybe like a f- few little drawings of uh, men, like agents there. But it was more of like a, a descriptive, like inf- informing you of the Men in Black, right? Like the the uh, I can't remember exactly. I didn't know it was a comic. I thought it was just a. I don't think it's like a comic in the traditional up. comic like we have here. You know, like oh okay. I think they were like using. And correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew. Do you know anything about the, the comic?
2: Well, because I, uh, what guy's name was Doug Tenenpaul? Or let me look it up.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna uh, look the, up some stuff yeah. myself here because I've always uh, wanted to delve a little bit deeper into that. It's just hard but to. It, like,
2: creature thing? Creature, let me look it up. Creature
0: tech.
2: You guys know what creator I'm talking about? He's like a writer, artist.
0: Um, give me one second it's almost up here Lowell Cunningham
2: Doug Pole. is who I have so maybe I'm thinking of a totally different thing Um, creature tech yeah I think I'm confusing them Um, so you're probably right whatever you're looking at Um, but yeah I think I'm thinking of something else but yeah I thought it was originally some kind of comic basis to
1: it
0: yeah, let me see here. This The original publication date on this like says the early 90s, so the one I'm, looking, I'm looking at, at is not the one I was thinking of. The one I saw, oh, I wish I would have bought it. I should have bought the damn thing. But it, it looked, I think it was dated from like the 60s or 70s. It was older and just very like two-tone, just like, Colored paper with black print up the front. And I don't even know if the inside was all comic or if it was even comic at all, but it just looked like it was uh, more informative of the secret agency that's all around you that hides in plain sight, you know, and here, are the, here's what to look for kind of stuff. I don't know. I could be horribly mistaken about that. <laughs> but that's what I took from
1: it. Everything I'm seeing shows like from the show type stuff going on. With H and K, I took a
0: picture of it H somewhere. I'll have to look for it. Actually, Jack, why don't you go ahead and go? I'm going to look for said picture. Go what? Oh, aliens?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Predator. Ooh, it's one Good of the one. coolest ones. I remember when I was a uh, kid, I'd get Fangoria magazine on the download. Oh, yeah, My parents Fangor. weren't to, they wanted to let me have that.
0: You just got a glimpse of that magazine, and you were ass was in trouble. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: But they had for sale, it was a whole mask of the Predator where you could get like some of the the chest or most of it was just the the headpiece. But that thing was was probably about 200 bucks. And man, if I was a little bit better with my money, I'd have had that bastard. Really? Oh, yeah. I love that magazine just seeing all the the way makeup and stuff worked it was cool and the fronts were so eccentric and loud like the
0: big like red blood dripping letters yeah. with, with something's mouth jarred open something
1: from some movie but I never watched half of those movies because they'd scare the hell out of me but I'd sit <laughs> there and look at the like how the stuff was done there it is this is the picture I took huh and in, in the
0: bottom quarter it stated 19 uh, it says 70 1970. And it says Timothy Green Beckley. So I'm going to look that up really quick. Is this interesting
1: or should I just put this to rest? No, it is. It's the way it's put together. It's stapled on the spine. Just like, not like a booklet staple like comics are, but it's actual two staples. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a a cheap production. It's a manifesto. (laughs) (laughs) Is Fan
2: Magazine still going? Because I remember that too.
1: I don't know if it is or not. I don't think I've, well, walking in the grocery store, walking by the magazines, I don't think I, it's mostly guns and ammo and good housekeeping anymore. Occasional little kid stuff, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if it is. It might just be on web online now.
2: Yeah. I used to work at Barnes and Nobles before that, that all shut down. And, uh, I remember seeing that pretty prominently.
0: Um, I love that magazine. I used to, uh, I a ton of stuff from there. I used to work at a Sam Goody and in the middle of the store was a huge magazine rack. And boy, that thing was just. Awesome. It was so awesome. (laughs) Especially at the time I was working there, early 2000s. You know, you had on one side Wizard Magazine, sitting next to Toy Fair Magazine, sitting above uh, Fangora, next to Heavy Metal. You know, there was, what else was there? FHM Magazine, Mm -hmm. Maxim Magazine. I don't think these exist anymore. Like 90% of everything I've listed here is gone, right? What else? I mean, there were so many good magazines back in the day. Who looks at paper anymore? It's all I, on your phone. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but when as soon as these magazines say their formats moving to like your phone, I'm disinterested. Same
1: here. It's <laughs> I don't yeah. want to read the magazine on my phone. I want to get have it in my hand. You're probably going to get pop ups all over the place. You know, I'm tired of pinching and expanding text. I'm so not I can prone read to read it. it if it's on my phone. No,
0: if I have it in my hand, you know, I, I I'll read it then. Phone's all about the pictures. Not that that's any reason or anything, but
2: it's a good point though to bring up because it's a, comics. I don't particularly mind uh, reading them digitally, but there is certain things like magazines where it's like you got. I I want to hold it in my hand if I'm going to read those articles.
0: Yeah, and I always say on the show, especially with comics, you know, I, it's, I have to sit at the computer almost when I read yeah. a digital comic. Because if I do it on my
1: phone or iPad, I
0: am out. I fall straight to sleep.
1: I happen to sit there and turn the orientation left and right, depending on the way the, the panel goes. Well, like if it you like, pain in the butt too.
0: like, go to like Comixology or something, they've got like really cool things that'll like uh, move the camera around to on the for the panel or yeah. on the panels for you. But uh, yeah, when you're straight up just opening a PDF and looking through it, it can be uh, it just it just knocks me out straight away. So yeah, I just looked up this guy who his name was on this book, again, Timothy Green Beckley, and it looks like uh, he's just he writes a bunch of books on just kind of the unexplained, kind of UFO-y kind of stuff. So this uh, we kind of hit a dead end here.:
1: So maybe that's the inspiration for the movie itself. could be. I'll have to look more into
0: it when we're not not taking people's time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, are we uh, we back to me? Yep. Has uh, everybody here seen Arrival with Amy Adams? No. No. What about you, Andrew?
2: Oh, yeah, that's the new one, right, with the language and all that stuff, right?
0: Yes. And um, damn, what a good movie. Is it? Yeah, I agree. good. But those aliens were... Just freaking amazing. They were awesome. You know, I think it's... uh, You know, we all have seen the image of the Greys. The the little humanoid, big head, uh, big big eyes, eyes, little mouth, little nose. Um, Pop culture aliens, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's stupid to think they would be anything close to humanoid. You know, their biology, their makeup, their everything would be so far distant from... What we are, and that's exactly what that movie showed you. You know, um, I don't want to spoil anything
1: because you need to watch it, that's really good. <laughs> I'll probably, I think, I probably went to watch it, but the wife was like, I don't want to watch that now. So, usually, I've got to start watching it while she's there, and then she'll get sucked, get her it later hooked on. in. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, my testimonial will be the tipping point <laughs> that you watch.
2: It, it, I just, and I could be crazy on this, but wasn't there another movie called Arrival that came out in, like, the early 2000s or 90s with, like, Charlie Sheen and, like, the, the aliens, their legs, the, the knees, like, moved the opposite way? Is that ringing any bells?
1: Was It, it does ring a bell. Was it legs, Charlie Sheen or was it Mark Wahlberg?
2: But like, like, the knees, it was super creepy. Like, they bent the other way.
0: Like, they bent uh, forward, like... Forward, or oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like like head. a uh, like a chicken.
2: Yeah, yeah, like a chick. Exactly, exactly. Because hmm.
0: I, I think
1: it is. Yeah, it is. It is Charlie. It is yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: I think, did I see that one? I think
0: I did see that. Do you have a picture I can see? Like a cover or something? I wanna. Uh, see here. Oh, that does look familiar. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I just remember those the legs. And they just went in the complete opposite direction, and it was just,
0: ugh. That's kind of the same, well, I guess they're not in the opposite direction, but they had, like, two sets in these. The aliens from uh, Independence Day.
2: Oh, that, oh was yeah. on, that was on my list, too, definitely.
0: Yeah, I uh, adore the look of those aliens. I love their whole exosuits. They were cool all the way around. Um, what did you, th- did you happen to see the second Independence Day movie, Andrew?
2: I didn't. Was uh? Was it a big letdown?
0: Or- <laughs> oh, you don't have to watch it to know that much. but um, The trailer showed that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had such high hopes because I was like, I love the first one, man. But then I went and watched the first one and it hasn't dated well. Hasn't yeah. aged well.
1: But uh-huh. um, it'll always be one of my favorites. I love that alien. Especially watching it on a high def screen, like the explosions. They almost the the animation's not smooth; it gets choppy. Yeah, there's even
0: a point at the end of the movie, like when they're racing to get out of the mothership before it blows up. They have stolen the uh, alien ship, or Mm -hmm. it's the same one they flew in on, I guess. But and there are two more alien ships in pursuit of them from behind, and there's a few uh, image like still, not stills, a few shots where you can see they forgot to put the uh, like the paint.
1: Uh, texturing on, on
0: those little ships because they're just like straight up flat white like just moving <laughs> back and forth it's, I don't know it's funny how something can look amazing and then give
1: me five minutes I'll finish it we don't have time we gotta put this in the movie now we're out of money
0: yeah well look what happened with the E.T. Atari game after yeah. that kind of pressure
2: I just remember that like you're going back to you brought up the, the exoskeletons where it was like Oh, it looked like that was the alien, and then it was actually the, a little alien inside where they had, like, a living bio armor. I, I love that.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that
0: was that so was cool. So when they peeled away the thing from its face and yeah. uh, you first saw its eyes, like, slide open, mm-hmm. that was so neat. I. Uh, that's why when I went to the toy store downtown, I had to buy the, the one I used to have what on the shelf one. here. Yeah. It's so cool because the head will, it's it, one point had a working sensor on it. You could put, put a battery in it, set it up. And if somebody walks in the way of this laser, the head splits open and exposes the little alien sitting inside, oh, That's awesome. It, but it's not threatening at all and it doesn't work. So,
1: and his tentacle broke. So he's kind of propped up in the closet looking sad. I think that would be a bad way to go if it was the alien just all of a sudden it popping open anytime anyone walked by someone walked by with mace and all of a sudden surprise you're dead <laughs> no <really.
0: laughs> those aliens were cool the second one they had the, the queen remember the did you see the second one
1: Mm-mm. yeah no, giant though yeah, yeah yeah i remember seeing the previews of like giant alien legs and i was like what yeah
2: what's even enormous? like they just come back they want revenge or something or
0: it's like 20, what was it, 20 years exactly? Was it 25? Yeah, it was like, I think it was 20. I think it was 20. They, uh, the, the distress signal finally hit and they finally, finally came got back. back to their
1: uh, colony. And then, so they this was their reinforcements coming in. But we reversed engineered all the technology left over and made us have spaceships and big cool laser guns. How Judd Hirsch keeps living through all this shit is beyond me. But Not only does. that, but Data the, Whatever his name was Brett the, the, Spiner, Brett Spiner yeah, yeah I forgot about that He choked him out and killed him And now he's back Yeah I was just in a coma Yeah well, So what, who cares? Who they called it? me dead in the first movie But no, I wasn't really yeah. Oh,
2: I wow, okay
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I just heard Andrew's mind getting made up Like, oh shit, that's a bad movie <laughs>
2: <laughs> You guys brought up uh, James Bond Jr. in the last episode And it was cracking up because I had to thought of that show probably since it was actually on but right but I it started me thinking about all those because remember they used to make all those shows and they just would come out with toy lines after them uh, yes and they, the biker mice from Mars do you guys remember yes. that oh yeah
0: oh my god yes
2: I loved that and I had all the toys uh, the guy the, the rat that had like the half robot face and arm and the motorcycles that had all these cannons on I mean that, yeah
0: they were wicked. They definitely. I never had any of them, but um, I remember them coming out around the same time. It's the Power Rangers, maybe like right before the Power Rangers yeah. hit really big. But um, they were really kind of cashing in on the Ninja Turtle
1: uh, aesthetic. I think old. it was easy to do when the Ninja Turtles was big because you can make any kind of animal. Anything went yeah. after the turtles. Like, yep. oh wow,
0: well, they're okay. Let's do. Well, you said the, the, What were they called again? Mutant mice from Mars? Biker, Biker mice. mice Biker mice, I'm sorry Then you had, what, the street sharks mm-hmm. Street had, sharks You had swat cats battle toads. Yeah The list, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more on that list I mean, that's just a few yeah. In the front of our <laughs> memory right here Right yeah. But no, I, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed uh, that kind of stuff I remember watching that show What was, what was it, uh Bucky O'Hare. That's what was on the oh, end of my tongue.
1: I never watched that one. That comes up a lot on the show, but never did watch it.
0: Yeah, I had a, love shit, a love-hate love relationship with Bucky O'Hare. Like, I would see it come on, but like, Puh, fucking Bucky O'Hare. But then I'd <laughs> sit down and start watching it and be like, you know, it's in half bad, you know? You could not get
2: those toys anywhere. I remember trying to get, like, you, they were flying off the shelves. or at least The where Bucky I
0: was, O'Hare ones?
2: Yeah, I could not get... Or you, you could never get Bucky You could get like You know One of the side characters Oh yeah
0: well, Why don't even bother With the side characters Just put out a line Of the main character And be done just It's a like A ton always... of them So it's,
1: everyone can get one And be happy When those stop selling Then you put out The boring yeah. characters
0: Yeah you yeah. nobody
1: to fight I'm Bucky O'Hare With no one to fight Oh look Now I can Yeah
0: yep. I tell you Kind of way off topic But just kind of We're touching on Toy lines here You know And how they should be done might I just um, applaud I think it was Hasbro that just did the Avengers Infinity War toy line they were fantastic they for a $10 action figure boy you really got your money's worth and really I, look at the shelf behind me here oh yeah that, that's all them one of those is a Marvel legend Drax right Drax yeah. is but the rest of them come from that. And they don't look perfect but for they $10 look either, they though, look though. pretty good they capture likenesses of
1: the characters yeah for sure And uh, I was happy with them nice. So
0: Good on you Hasbro
1: Good on you <laughs> I don't you. even think I've seen those in the store I haven't been looking lately though But the,
0: well, they were coming out in waves I bought ah. like, the few I bought Iron Man and like Thor And yes. a few of the Guardians I was like okay I'm done We were in there And then I saw a whole new wave Came out with Strange and Iron man. <laughs> I was like uh oh There goes more money uh, What about Have you guys Either of you seen A Silent Place
2: Uh what, it sounds familiar. What? What it's is It's a, that? a brand brand new brand
0: new film. Uh, John it was this Krasinski, I think. It's something like that. From he, The oh, Office, he played yeah. Jim on The Office. I
1: it heard it's really good, right? That's everything I've heard. Yeah,
0: we just watched it the other night, and yeah, it's good. But um, the Silent Place title—I mean, it really lets you into what you're in for. It is really quiet. It's funny. Uh, Brooke brought it home from Redbox, and you know, she started a dishwasher before we started the movie. Normally wouldn't be a problem Except that this movie's so fucking silent (laughs) That the dishwasher is all you could hear But um Great movie Great film And um They never elude exactly what it is You know if it is an alien Or we're assuming
1: that's what they are. I heard it was some, some kind of monsters or something like that. That's all I've heard They
0: about. are. I mean, that's what they look like. But, I mean, uh, you know, they don't ever bring the context like what they're doing what here, where they came from. And so, I don't know. If they are alien, whatever they are, they were horrifying. Horrifying. Really? Horrifying, Jack Their <laughs> <laughs> mouth like opened In like five different places Had like ten sets of teeth uh, That's uh, not what
1: I like to see And
0: <laughs> just The slightest Slightest sound From miles away they could hear it you so know, it's so, just a movie of
1: good so, manners so, And shut up
0: And how people, <laughs> how they adapted to this lifestyle It was really good, hmm. really good Strongly recommend it
1: Yeah, I gotta check that
0: out that's all I have, though, gentlemen. What about you? Uh, that's I probably could bring up some more, but we're running late. I guess we are. Andrew, did you have any more to list? No,
2: no, I don't want to hold it up. Go ahead. Go for it, guys.
0: Society6.com forward slash pod I'm not even worrying about transitions anymore, Jack. I'm no aliens on our T-shirts. No aliens on our T-shirts. But if you want them, we'll put them on there. I mean, you yeah. just have to let us know. We can put anything on those T-shirts you want. If you don't like our current uh, line... Cool. I'll make an alien put it on there just because. Just because? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, society6.com forward slash pod. You can get yourself a t-shirt, a coffee mug, uh, what else, decals, coasters. Coasters. All kinds of different things Your mother's on there. drapes. Your mother's <laughs> drapes, ladies and gentlemen, with candare
1: on them. You can't go wrong. Check off and there's always a sale. Always, yeah. always a sale going on.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you fall in love with a new podcast You want to start wearing and repping that podcast, mm-hmm. right?
1: Here's That's how you what do I do it. I'm broke with all the podcasts I listen to
0: <laughs> Society6.com forward slash CandarePod Go get some tasty merch <laughs> Alright, with that, let's swing open the door to the comic
1: vault. Jack, would you please lead the way this week? Sure, I've got Death or Glory When I was at the comic book store, I was looking for something new to read and the guy working there pointed this out. He said it's a good story. It's about a girl trying to save her dad uh, by getting a donated liver. Okay. So I thought, all right, this doesn't seem like comic material, really, but okay, it sure enough is. She, her mother died when she was a kid, so she was the the uh, the main character. I think her name is Glory. So that's where that name comes oh, in the title. Oh, I yeah. see what they did there. Her mom died, so I don't know if it was a boyfriend or just a, a male figure that was there. Raised her, pretty much. He pretty much went off the grid, getting rid of the social, anything that said who he was or anything, and he comes up with cancer. So now he doesn't have insurance. Can't go to the hospital to get it fixed. So he's sick. He's got about a week to live, so she's going to do whatever she can to get him the, the transplant. So she ends up going on this big hunt to get money she wrecks into a cop car that was dirty cops going to make a deal with this mob boss with a bunch of money that goes awry so she ends up stealing the truck that the people were driving with the money thinking I'm going to sell all the shit in the back of the truck come to find out she stops hears knocking on the back of the truck and it's full of uh, immigrants it was a good read, not a lot of text. There was a lot of uh, aside talking to herself, just telling you the story and who she right. is. Not for young kids, There's a lot of swearing. I see. But uh, it was good. It was a really fun read. Definitely going to pick up the second one because it, it surprised the heck out of me how good it actually was. Huh.
2: It was that, just, sorry, just to go to the other one. That's Rick Remender, right, that wrote that? Yes, yes. Yeah, he's solid. I, I, I've I yet to really read anything that I don't like of his.
1: Yeah, I was looking, I saw the name, I was like, man, I know that name from somewhere, I can't think of what else he's done, but...
2: Oh, he's got, like, what? He's got Deadly Class out right now. Uh, you guys reading that? Mm-mm. No. Oh, fantastic. They're, the sci-fi series, or channel is gonna have a show, actually. Um, you guys can go check the trailer out when uh, we're done with this, but um, that's a great, kind of like a John Hughes movie, but set in an assassin school. Uh, so it's like, you get the high school angst, but it's like crazy violent and everybody's an assassin from different parts of the world and it's pretty awesome just check it out
0: sounds really good yeah Yeah, absolutely but But yeah he did
2: fear agent that was another great one he's 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 done a lot of awesome stuff
0: well if he's on image he's got to be doing something right yep yeah no definitely very cool yeah
1: a lot of good stuff from image
0: death or glory i'll have to read that all right andrew would you like to go next
1: yeah, uh, so the one I
2: was reading is uh, the Inkle. Have you guys read that?
0: No, uh, the ink, like ink hole.
2: It's spelled I-N-C-A-L is,
0: uh, okay. I N C A L.
2: Is okay. I may be saying it wrong, but um, it's Mobius and Yotarowski. Uh, um, th- I don't know when it actually came out. I don't know if it was the '80s or the or the '90s, but it's a European comic. And it's just super crazy um, sci-fi action. Uh, basically, this P.I. Uh, goes to you know, do a job, and it goes horribly wrong, and he uh, gets this thing called the ink call It's like this little tiny uh, pyramid, and everybody in the universe wants it. And just shenanigans ensue. And it just, it's like an acid trip. It's just crazy and all kinds of action and creatures and worlds and and it's just just from the get-go it's just crazy and mobius anything mobius is beautiful so um yeah that's great
1: i don't think i've ever seen or read anything i think i've seen some of this stuff but i haven't read it no same here everyone that does can't talk enough good about it right and uh, I need to write this down
0: because when I say my name, <laughs> I just I see ink hole. <laughs> so I N. You said C O L. C A L. C A L. Inkle. Comic
1: book store. Do you have the ankle?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just I have to see it written down for it to register. I guess. That sounds interesting.
2: If you have Comicsology Unlimited. I think the first chapter is free on Unlimited. I don't know if, if you guys got that, but.
0: I do not know, but um jumping on line here really quick and looking. does it have the in front of it or is it just inkle?
2: Yeah, it's the ankle.
0: Okay, yeah, okay, here it is. Very I see uh very futuristic element kind of stuff in there.
2: Yeah, no, it's really it's really cool. Did you guys see the Dune documentary by chance?
1: No, no I didn't. I, I think Jake's seen it and he said it was amazing. Did he?
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's like the same it's the same guy that that was going to make that movie, uh, and he made some crazy movies called uh, El Topo was one of them, uh, but like in the sixties, seventies, um, and just really crazy out there stuff. Uh, and then he got into writing comics. Uh, and I actually, his movies are too weird for me. I, I I know that's probably sacrilege to some people, but I, <laughs> too weird for me. But his his comics, um, and he's kind of a weird dude, and not not the greatest guy in real life. But his comics. Um, are just out there and, and really fun to read. Um, so, yeah, he's, he did a ton of stuff for, for European publishers. So, yeah, give it, give it a whirl. And Mobius, yeah, like I said, always good with, if he's
0: attached. I'll have to look into that. I've never even heard of this. Mm-mm. Sounds good, though. All right. Well, what I am bringing this week is uh, something we've had on the show before. Back on episode uh, 156, we welcomed Michael Manimivable to the show. Uh, to, one, we talked about video games, which was a hell of a good conversation. We got into talking about pirated video games, the pirated video game industry.
1: Oh yeah, That's wild- right, yeah, because he was from Korea or something like that, wasn't he? He was, yeah. yeah it was a
0: long time ago, yeah. but um, my God, what an artist he was. He was on to talk about the recent release of his uh, book, Fathoms, The Art of Michael Manimivable. And um, this is just a collection of his artwork. And I know just talking uh, talking about a book that just features artwork on an audio-based format <laughs> doesn't really uh, always translate. But uh, I don't know what else to say other than it's gorgeous. I mean, Jack, you've, you've seen some of his artwork in the past. Let me look How at would it you describe
1: way? it? Open it up. Because I was trying to remember. That's just text. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. It's great line work on there.
2: Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm looking at
1: it right now on the uh, on Google no, right now. I thought it was oh, is that Galvatron? or not Ultra. Oh, I can't remember that Transformer name. I'm
0: I'm glad you uh, looked that up, uh, Andrew. What, the uh, is there anything in particular you're looking at at the moment?
2: Uh, let's see, is it the cover where it's like a old deep sea diver taking yes. a helmet? Yeah, the,
0: the helmet's coming off and like all the the yeah. smog stuffs coming out.
2: Yeah, I'm a sucker for old-timey diver stuff, so that was that's already a sell for me, but the interiors looks like kind of everything, right?
0: It's done up into uh different sections. Like the first one, the one that you'll probably like is called uh, Flotsam and Jetsam and features all that like deep sea diver kind of stuff. And then there's uh what else is there? Inter Intertidal which is a series based on childhood memories it says. There's another one called uh, Youth and Hope beasts real and imagined so you know fictional and real oh, I remember this now the creature in the
1: spotlight of the yes. night street light with the monster wrapped around him and the kid in night's clothing
0: the final frontier which is one of my favorites uh, oh. there's a few sci-fi uh, inspired paintings in here but then there's one of uh, Leonard Nimoy as cap- or Spock he wasn't the captain what am I thinking And uh, there's another one of David Bowie here that's really freaking cool. I think they had done that for a tribute to him, like, right after he had passed. Yep. Ah, gotcha. But uh, what else? Love, Honor, and Sacrifice, which was featured a bunch of, like, uh, swordplay and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe not a bunch of swordplay, but (laughs) I see a lot of swords in a lot of these things. Anyway, strongly recommend checking it out. We'll have to put some more links up on the website and on Twitter. But um, I can't recommend this artwork enough. It is gorgeous. The art of Michael Manamivable. You can find him on Twitter at Mike Mano Art. Strongly recommend it.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry? Yeah, it looks really amazing. It's really, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I'm I'm glad you looked it up. We had some, uh, I didn't want to sit here and just go on about it. Have you guys?
1: (laughs) It was not who I thought it was. I I I think I know who
0: you're thinking of, though. You're thinking of that real intricate uh, line, real intricate line work that we, the people we saw in Cleveland.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of.
0: All right. Well, with that behind us, let's just turn our full attention over to Andrew and talk about the body tales of Laszlo Kale. Andrew, I want to thank you uh, once again for uh, being here with us and congratulate you. It looks like you're about halfway through your Kickstarter and it looks like you're about halfway to your goal. Past halfway. so uh, I'd say you're you're on the road to success, sir.
2: Yeah, so I'm pretty happy about it. So hopefully, uh, yeah, by the time we get to the end, we're we're fully funded, Fingers you
0: I, I think you will be. I mean, tip it, at this point, if you're above halfway funded, or they say a big surge happens at the beginning. There's a lull in the middle, yeah, and then another the big surge at the end. So if you're already half, more than halfway there, sir, I'd say you've got this one in I the bag. So. I don't want to jinx you though. I'm sorry if I jinxed you. <laughs>
2: all
0: right. <laughs> flatlines the rest of the campaign. <laughs> Shit. If so, let me know. I'll make it up to you somehow. Maybe, I don't know. I'll record you a special podcast. That's all I have to offer. <laughs> we got stickers. Again, <laughs> stickers. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So wow. uh, if we could start just by telling our listeners about the body tales of Laszlo Kale.
2: Yeah, so it's uh, it basically the, the protagonist is in... Uh, ex-jigolo turned art dealer who's tasked uh, with finding uh, the most notorious gangster in Paris, uh, his stolen painting. And uh, it's not just your ordinary Paris, it's uh, set in the future and right after an interdimensional time bomb uh, went off. So there's all these different simultaneous time periods kind of coexisting at, at once. Uh, so you'll see like dinosaurs and samurai and viking and stuff walking around. And then flying cars, and, and so it's kind of everything at once. But instead of chaos, it's kind of like this, it actually really worked out well. And so everybody's just kind of living in this this, this crazy city, and uh, adventures ensue.
0: I have to say that that's probably one of my favorite elements of this book, is the setting you chose. I mean, you could have done this character in this similar kind of thing, probably, in just a very... You know, the same kind of reality we know, maybe twisted a little bit, but you really not only put it in the future, but after this time bomb exploded and all these things can and do exist on top of each other. How did that uh, come to be? What made you decide to go with that kind of reality?
2: You know, it was kind of just I was absorbing a ton of things uh, at the time, and I just kind of blended them up and and poured them out and that became Laszlo. But I was doing a lot of uh, reading a lot of European sci-fi kind of like the stuff that I was, I was talking about earlier. And then watching a lot of like the seventies, you know, crime, uh, French crime films uh, and just reading a whole bunch of stuff. And it kind of just came out to be that. Um, And I was reading about art and art thieves at the time. um, And that was just kind of, Came to be that, you know. It was just really, just the combination of things.
1: It's go ahead, Jack. Yeah, I, I got a sense of the the European comics in it because what was that movie that came out not too long ago with the oh, it was the guy and the girl? It was all real CG heavy. Uh, Val- uh Valerian, yeah, yeah, Valerian. Just kind uh, of okay. uh, reading Valerian and watch the movie like anything goes, pretty much, and you accept it because of what it is. Right. And then once you get End of the story and find out what happened With the time bomb and everything Morphing together it gets kind of that feeling that piqued my interest a little bit More to keep going into it
0: yeah and it, it's Actually something that uh, came up earlier In this episode I don't remember exactly What uh, Cured it well alien we brought up or What world we brought up but we said you know it was One of those things where anything can go like you Just were saying mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah it's so true when I don't know. The possibilities are endless, and that's what keeps the, I think, the reader interested. Uh, You know, just knowing that anything can happen. Anything can
1: happen, and you can't really be like, why? Well, because it it is.
0: I'm going to (laughs) say something for Jake, since he isn't here. You know, he said that samurais and dinosaurs (laughs) can exist right next to each other. Two great tastes that taste great together. (laughs) You can't you can't go wrong. I, at least I don't think you can. And uh, another great thing for backers here uh, on this campaign is that the book's done. It's ready to go to print. Correct?
2: Yeah. So I, I've had I have a couple Kickstarters under my belt, and one thing I always try to do is make sure that book's ready um, because you know I, I back a ton of them as well, and. There's nothing more frustrating than being excited about a book or a premise, and then it takes four years to come out.
0: Right. Yeah, right. It's been it's there. Just,
2: yeah, real life happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's just – it's something I didn't want to – because even if, when it's all done, there still may be issues. I mean I had a previous campaign where I planned it unknowingly right during uh, Chinese New Year. Um so all of China shuts down and so the factories that were printing the book just stopped. Uh and so that delayed the books and one of my project previous projects. So there's little things like even when the book is completely done, things can happen. Sure. Uh so it's I try to have it done so that that you know, once that the, the funds go through, we can just send those PDFs right away and then uh you have something while the, the books are at the printer.
0: And this is a, not a project people are going to back and be, be getting like an issue one in uh, in the mail. This is a forty eight page graphic novel, correct?
2: Well, yeah. So the plan is to do yeah, it's definitely oversized. Uh, the plan is to do two more issues uh, oversized like that and then collect them into a, a trade. But. Yeah, definitely a meaty uh, first issue.
0: So oh, wow. So it's a 48-page issue and not being considered a graphic novel. That'll come down the road.
2: Right, right, yeah. So we got two more two more planned. Um, I see. Equally, equally in size. So, um,
0: yeah. Well, that answered my next question. I was going to ask if this was a self-contained story for how far do you see it going, but at least two more books.
2: Yeah, because the, the last page, we have an epilogue um, where we kind of open up some, some more uh, stuff about uh, one of the other characters. I don't want to give away too much. but um, So we're going to focus a little more on, on some of the other characters and kind of play with the world a little bit. Because uh, I didn't want to set up too many things in the first issue and overwhelm anybody, but there's a whole lot more of that world that we can play with. Um, and that's something I definitely want to explore
0: you could just let your mind run for hours with the possibilities that you could come up with in this universe usually yeah times existing eras existing over the top of each other I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of two eras to mash up right now let's let's say the 1880s and the 1980s <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, right?
2: well, can you imagine like having a bachelor party or or, or bar hopping in a, in this city like i mean you could literally just go from time period to time period.
1: You oh, know. man, yeah.
2: Restaurants, hotels, what would those be like? Uh I wouldn't need
1: Disneyland the- anymore. Cause-
0: so let's say you jump into a past there and you eat at a restaurant there. When you jump into a future area, do you have like hundreds of year old rancid food in your stomach
1: <laughs> ages all of a suddenly <laughs> yeah, like catches up
2: no that that you don't have to worry about that because we, we can make up the rules as we go in this uh, <laughs> there
1: you
0: go <laughs> anything <laughs> goes that's what's so good about it uh, what about rewards you're offering uh, to your backers
2: so we're gonna be uh, we have a, a gym rug uh, variant cover which I'm a huge jim Rugg fan i don't know if you guys have read read uh, street angel or aphrodisiac but um Mm-mm. he's a great that's the street angels through image uh currently but uh it's about this little girl who's like 13 year old skateboarder little girl who's also like incredibly good hand-to-hand fighter and uh fights ninjas and all kinds of stuff and it's pretty awesome um but he did uh, a variant cover for the book and i, I think he nailed it um you can see it on there, but it, he's uh, he did an amazing job. Uh, we got some art prints. Um, we also have our, the other titles that I've put out um, and we have original artwork. Uh, so, there's, yeah, definitely a lot of stuff to 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 check out
0: a lot to entice the masses. And uh, this is a good looking book. So I strongly recommend people go check it out uh, is other than the Kickstarter, which we're going to have linked. Is there anywhere else people should be checking you out?
2: Uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter at I hate Maxwell and,
0: uh, <laughs> that's why I couldn't find you.
2: The, uh, yeah. no, I, I always like to play cause it's good to ha- have a good sense of humor with uh, that. Oh, things.
0: absolutely. I just kept searching Andrew Maxwell. I'm like, that's not him. That's not him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, uh, you can find us on Instagram, uh, at grenade fight, uh, or gr- grenade slash or underscore fight
0: okay very cool very cool and we'll link that stuff as well andrew i want to thank you so much for being here is there anything else you wanted to uh say really quick about the project before we uh, let you go
2: uh just just a quick reminder that it's uh it ends on the 8th so definitely if you're interested uh check it out um and we've yeah Love and support And I think you'll really dig it If you get to check it out
0: We're going to have that link On our uh, Twitter account And on our website So uh, yeah Just head over there Follow the link And uh, show your support to Andrew uh, That way But uh, Andrew Thanks so much for being here And uh, best of luck to you my friend Thanks
2: so much for having me guys
1: Jack what do we have on the website? Go to cannedairpodcast.com You can check out our special guests Listen to the show Follow us on all our social media Visit the Hall of Heroes To see the Wall of Justice Check out some Check out some of our videos from our YouTube page. Click on that merch button and buy something. And if you'd like to get a hold of us and say hi, or yell at us and say nay, send us an email on our contacts page.
0: Or you can say hello on Twitter at CannedAirPod hey. Insta- or Instagram at canned underscore air in form of picture and tagging. Facebook right? also on canned, at pod. All kinds of different places to get that Candare goodness you so desire. And uh, speaking of places to get that goodness, we have another show uh, on the horizon that uh, we've been uh, kind of pumping up mm-hmm. here and there. Not too much because we're still in the beginning phases of making it. But uh, as we get closer to, I'd say September, October-ish, we'll be ready to launch our new show called What If. Uh, for those of you who have been around Candair uh, for a while, know that we have a... a uh, sometimes we'll dedicate an episode to... Uh, how do I word it? It's not so much a segment. It's just the whole episode's called What If, where we make a twist on reality. Like we did, like, what if magic really existed? Or Disney never existed. What if Disney had never existed? Hey, Roswell really did happen. Oh, yeah. That's we right. do have a, a What If episode based on what if the events of Roswell in New Mexico really did happen. Mm-hmm. So
1: I didn't even think about that. Go check that out. We'll put that link in there as well. So we just did a spin off yeah. of the What Ifs. As if, yeah, we can't air, not can but cheers and Fraser, <laughs> right? Canned <laughs> exactly. is the cheers, is what if is the Fraser? Let's
0: hope Fraser's more successful than cheers, but <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's exactly that. We're going to be doing a whole series where we uh look at just twists on reality and their effects on the world. We've re- recorded four episodes already, and damn, they're really good. The uh, mm-hmm. the I don't want to say what the topic is quite yet, as to give anything away, but. At the end of it, we kind of sat here and looked at each other for a minute. It was a different kind of show than what we're used to here, just doing it kind of freestyle talking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that it wasn't script, not that it was scripted, but um, just a different feel. And I'm excited <laughs> to put it out there. We Got full of
1: ourselves and was like, "Damn, that was really good. That was really good." It wasn't
0: even that. No, it was just that we had gone down this foxhole of thought and ended up in places. Of thought we never thought we would. A lot of them kind of had that. some realizations yeah. like wow, like this is heavy, you know. <laughs> so uh but that in itself makes me think it's good listening material. Yeah. So I hope uh, the listeners feel the same. Find us on uh, Twitter at What If Series. Give us a follow and you'll be in the know when that show goes live. And um I think that about does it for this week. Oh, one more time. Don't forget the new season of Venture Brothers starting August 5th, Sunday at midnight. Set the DVRs, people. Don't
1: miss it. Is that good? That'll work. That'll work? Yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: All right. I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley.
1: I am Jack Doherty. And I'm
2: Andrew Maxwell.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. Is on fire. I need to get help. Do it from outside. Blowtorch. Whenever there's a fire in your house, be sure to get outside immediately. And once outside, get on candairpodcast.com. Well, thanks for the tip,
1: Blowtorch. But just one question What about the fire? And no one is half the battle.
0: G.I. Joe. There. I heard that too
1: Yeah There's a f- telephone ring I think.
0: Oh, look out for the new Kanda Alien merch <laughs>
1: Mad Magazine Advertising mascots B-movie posters
0: And cartoons
1: Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons <laughs>
2: Check out our website at two and
1: listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.